Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Brothers Michael, Charlie, and Mark make up the musical trio called the Riddle Brothers. Although they've played music together most of their lives, it wasn't until their sister's birthday that inspired them to actually get together professionally and create a CD collection of some of their music. That CD, Cotton Valley Store, is a tribute to where they're from, a small town in northwest Louisiana. I was fortunate enough to get all three of them together on the phone and talk about their musical journey and their yet-to-be-named upcoming new CD project. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Hey there. Hey there. I am talking to Michael, Charlie, and Mark Riddle with uh, Riddle Brothers. And um, you guys are, if I've got this right, in uh, Minnesota? Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, okay. Uh, a, a, a lifelong uh, residents of Minnesota, is that where you guys grew up? Uh, no, actually, we. Uh, this is Mike. Actually, we... Uh, 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 I grew up and uh, started my life in uh, Louisiana, in Baton Rouge area. Uh, Charlie was born in Baton Rouge, and um, uh, and then we, uh, the family, uh, gradually moved up the Mississippi River. Okay. Uh, uh, in the mid '60s, went to uh, moved to uh, Moline, Illinois, where we. Uh, uh, it's really where I grew up. Okay. Uh, and Mark was born in Moline. Okay. Uh, so we're, there's a span of 10 years between uh, Mark and I with Charlie right dead in the middle at five years. Yeah, okay. Uh, but uh, but uh, we all kind of, uh, you know, music was a big part of our family's culture. And we all um, were in, uh, at one time in our early lives, were in boys' choirs. Oh, all right. Uh, so so we all, you know, had the experience uh, very early on of singing in uh, boys' choirs. Charlie and I were in boys' choirs in Moline, the Moline Boys' Choir. And Mark was in the Minnesota Boys Choir uh, here in the Twin Cities. When did uh, all of that translate into uh, a trio of sorts of, of you guys playing together as a group? Well, I think, you know, when early on, uh, Mike got his first guitar, I think, at the age of 13. And we started, as soon as Mike started learning some songs, we kind of sat around and, and, and sang with him. And, you know, just, just as a family gathering, type of activity, and, and then um, uh, we all have individually had our own musical um, 
experiences in terms of being in bands or groups or ensembles. Okay. And um, and really, it didn't come together until about um, eight years ago when our sister uh, turned 50, and we said, hey, let's put a band together for really? a 50th right. birthday party. Okay. And, I mean, we had, we had toyed with the idea over the years, and uh, that, but that's when it all came together. Do you all live in proximity to each other now? Is it is it fairly easy to get together to do this? Well, right now we probably live about 40 minutes in between each of us. So uh-huh. okay. um, I live in the northern suburbs of Minneapolis. Mark lives in the southern suburbs. And Charlie lives just across the river in Hudson, Wisconsin. Okay. Was was music uh, a full time thing for all of you, any of you, or did did you all have uh, professional endeavors of some other kind? Well, this is Michael. I started out, uh, you know, actually uh, as a professional musician when I moved to Minnesota. I was playing mm. uh, in clubs and doing a little bit of studio work here in the Twin Cities back in the seventies when I first moved up here. Uh, and then, uh, um, you know, once I had a mortgage and, you know, two kids, I right. took a full-time job, but I always played music. Okay. Uh, played steady. Charlie, you have a pretty interesting experience, Yeah, too. yeah, for myself, um, right after, pretty much during high school and right after high school, I was kind of a, playing as a professional musician around the Twin Cities area and a variety of different bands, um, Anything ranging from blues to bluegrass to salsa to jazz to mm, okay. uh, a little bit of everything. And you you mentioned earlier that you you grew up with music as as part of your childhood. Is that because of parents or or uh, extended relatives? How how did that all play into um, all of you kind of pursuing some sort of um, music outside of you know once you left the home? Well, this well, I think it was. Our- this is Charlie's ahead, Charlie. grandparents. Our grandparents were probably, uh, and our parents, but uh, our parents were very supportive of us being in music from an early age. And our grandparents on our dad's side uh, both were, uh, you know, mu- amateur musicians on the side. Uh, they lived in a small little country town in northwest Louisiana near Shreveport. Yeah, okay. And it's, and it's actually what our CD, our first CD, Cotton Valley Store, is named after. Uh, the town of Cotton Valley, where oh, they cool. were from, okay, and which is also the home of the, also the home of the Cox family, mm-hmm. the of Cotton Valley, mm-hmm. okay, and uh, um, uh, they they used to have jam sessions at their house, and our grandmother, which we've got one of the songs dedicated to her on the CD, she actually got a little snippet of her playing, but she was one of those play by ear honky tonk players, okay, and just knew all the old all the old ragtime. You know, standards of the time. You know? Yeah, that's uh, cool. So we would sit around and she'd play piano and we'd all sing. And, uh, and so that's kind of how that went. Did um, uh, the the feel of the music that, that uh, I heard that I'm, I'm presuming is part of the Cotton Valley store is very um, Americana-ish, uh, kind of maybe leans on the the folk side. Is that intentional? Is that is that what you guys? Um, you mentioned all kinds of different things there with with the grandparents. What what led you to pursue the uh, the flavor that you guys settled on with that record? Well, this is this is Michael. I think really, uh, you know, uh, all of us have a, a pretty eclectic taste when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we, we were trained in, you know, as young, young kids and choirs, we were trained in, you know, choral and classical music. Right. Um, you know, and then we, you know, of course, you know, when, uh, you know, when I saw the Beatles on television, that's what, you know, prompted me to say, Hey, this is what I want to do. Right. Okay. And, uh, and I think Charlie was the same way, you know, we both, you know, started out in the rock area, but then, you know, gradually we moved more and more into as, you know, going to school and studying music in more depth, uh, got into jazz and then, you know, different, different uh, veins of, of that. So, um, the, you know, our style, like you said, it is folk because we kind of focused on the concept of being acoustic. Okay. That was, that's really was kind of the root of where we started, you know, and, you know, if you talk about folk music, you know, I mean, as I once heard, you know, folk music is music played by folk. Right. So I think the, the thing for me is that it tells a story. Right. And so I think all of the songs that we have are more, you know, they're stories. They tell stories. And uh, that really is, you know, I think a real important part of our music, you know, the folk, the folk music history. And also, you know, Nashville's kind of copied that, too. You know, their sure. songs are very much, you know, a story. Painting pictures. Well, I, I think that's really where we, you know, where we, you know, have gone. But, you know, our music also is not, you know, it's typically not just simple, you know, one, four, five chord structure, you know. It's not four chords in the truth all the time. Sure, we like to yeah. get a little experimental when it comes to our harmony. Yeah. And and I, I'm guessing you guys are writing most or all of the music that you perform? Uh, most of the, well, I'd say we probably do, it's probably, what would you guys say, 30, 30 70, about 30% covers and 70% original. At this point, yeah, this is Mark. The the music that you the, the originals are they uh, songs that you guys set down intentionally to to put together to do this? Have collected them over the years? Tell me tell me a little bit about your songwriting. Well, it's kind of interesting. I think Charlie and I both are more lone individuals when it comes to you know coming up with a concept, but then we'll bring the song in, you know, to to the group and we'll work on it then maybe you know change a key add a add a bridge you know um an intro do something a little bit different to it figure out the harmonies you know and so and mark is the same way mark is just beginning to do some bringing in some some really cool stuff so it's been really fun you know taking the concept you know some of his concepts and then developing them into you know full songs yeah and, and you mentioned that the, the the story aspect of it um I know this is kind of a broad question, but where do you find most of that inspiration for the for the stories are coming from? Well, on the, this is Charlie on the CD, um, that was actually kind of based upon the town of Cotton Valley. To us, growing up, was we would visit there. Our grandparents owned the general store in town, and. It was a very small little country town, little dusty country town, and, but it was one of those places where the store was the center of the universe, mm-hmm. and everybody hung out. Everybody hung out at that store, and so we got to know all kinds of different characters in town, you know, um, of different sorts and the different influences of what the store was like. I mean, for us, it was like I said, it was like Disney. It was like Disneyland growing up when we were kids. I mean, yeah. It was just one of these towns where everybody hung out and talked and, and you know, traded traded goods and and things like that. And um, when you mentioned that you you guys kind of got together in this configuration about eight years ago for uh, a sister's birthday party. 
was the intention at that point kind of a one-off? Did you guys have any idea that eight years later you're, you've got an album and working on a second? You know, what, what, what did, was there a plan, a method to it? Well, this is Mike. I think that, uh, you know, we start, I think we were surprised. Uh, our sister was, uh, back when she was younger, she worked at a, uh, a record store. Actually, she and Charlie worked at the record store, okay. and she was very, she was very uh, influenced by country rock at that time. Uh-huh. You know, the Jerry Jeffs and the Pure Prairie Leagues and, and bands like that. And so, uh, that's really where she had an interest. So when we put this thing together, we thought, well, let's just get some songs that Jan would be interested in, and let's just see if we could, you know, perform them together and see how it goes. And I think we were all quite surprised at, at the blend that we got when we actually sat down and really, you know, were able to, you know, truly sing a part together, you know. Right. Um, and I think that really kind of spurred us on to, hey, maybe there's something here. Maybe we should do more with this. And this is Mark. You know, I think we've gotten remarks uh, since then that, you know, people really love that sibling harmony. Sure, yeah. And people have remarked that, that uh, there's something about that, that just the timbre in our voices really, you know, we can we can try to really, really make it ring. Uh, um, is that um, the idea of the sibling harmony and the fact that you guys have uh, grown up with each other and in some form singing together for a long time, does that play into when you guys are writing songs and, and putting the lyrics together for that? Well, you know, I don't know if that's so much the sibling harmony does, but I mean, what it does for us, I guess I would say, is that in each of the songs, when we work out harmony parts, um, a lot of them tend to come come pretty naturally to us. Yeah. In a sense, I mean, we do we do have to sit and, and theoretically work them out, make sure we're all singing in you know correct notes here and there. But uh, overall, it kind of just comes naturally, and that that is kind of just a little added to the top of what we write. Yeah. So we take a song, and then we and then we know we can feature the harmony vocals on either the entire song or on parts of the song. Okay. And and the album that's currently out, um, Cotton Valley Store, we talked a little bit about that already. Um, at what point did you guys feel like, hey, you know what, let's go ahead and, and put some put some tracks down and get into the studio? Well, I think, this is Mike, I think we actually looked at it as... Uh, the main thing we looked at is a, is a legacy thing. It was really yeah. for us and for for our families and for our kids because a lot of the songs are stories about our family and about yeah. you know our relatives and and so we really thought about you know um, and I think you know you're right from the place that you know and uh, you know and so you know we wanted to tell these stories you know as as an oral history if you will mm-hmm. you know on mm-hmm. on places and things and uh, and so that's really what our approach was with Cotton Valley Store was we wanted to tell the story of, you know, what it was like, you know, I mean, it's a, you know, we, we miss those things now. We don't have those things. Little towns right. don't have, uh, you know, small general stores sure. like that yeah. anymore. You know, yeah. they, go, they go to Walmart or whatever. Yeah. So, so, and that's really the, the idea was that we wanted to, you know, tell our stories and tell our, you know, tell our, our kids and our grandkids the stories about our lives, you know. But also what's interesting to me is, you know, I think that we, and I think they'll all, you know, both Mark and Charlie will agree, is that we all share similar values about family mm-hmm. and about, you know, about justice 
Uh, and, you know, and so I think when we write, um, a lot of us, you know, a lot of things we write about, uh, we do write, you know, write songs that are, you know, um, you know, share a common value. Yeah. And so it makes it easier for us to work on those. You sure. Know? And, and it's, you know, they're just not, I mean, the love songs are, you know, I mean, if, if Charlie writes a love song, you know, to his, you know, about his wife, you know, we recognize, you know, what he's saying because it's, you know, we know, we know his wife, you know, yeah, she's our yeah, family. Yeah. And so, That's cool. and so we know what he's writing, you know, and the same with me, you know, when I write something, you know, they, you know, the boys understand what, you know, what I'm writing about. So, um, to me, I think that's the, you know, that's the one thing. And I think as we move forward in some of the songs that we're, new songs we're working on, now they all share similar, similar values and similar concepts. So we all can relate to what mm-hmm. each of us is bringing to the table. This is Mark. What I want to follow up with, what Mike just said, was that I think our songs uh, on our next CD are going to be a little, a little more eclectic in terms of where the where they're sourced from, where they're coming mm-hmm. from in terms of uh, lyrics and stories. Um, because I I have a song uh, about my daughter. Mike has a song about, um, like a song about somebody he's worked with. And 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 we all, and Charlie has some songs just kind of about uh, universal love. And, and so we all uh, um, are bringing just all these various, uh, subjects to the table and yeah. and and uh, it'll be it'll be interesting when we put that whole album together. And I think one of you mentioned maybe we were uh, off air, but that that new CD that you're working on, you hope to bring that out in the fall. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, we don't have a, we don't even have a name for it yet. We're kind of waiting until we get all the songs assembled. Yeah. I mean, we probably have we probably have enough material to do. You know, several, you know, create several CDs of, you know, um, you know, 12 to 13 songs. But I think we're just trying to cherry pick the ones that we want. Yeah. You know, yeah. some of the songs were written many years ago. Okay. And that we perform them on a regular basis right now. But we just have never taken them to the studio. Yeah. Okay. And so, so that's really, uh, I think the, you know, the one thing we want to look at. Uh, but it's, you know, the songs are, you know, also about everyday life, you know, things yeah. that go on, you know. Uh, what is it like, you know, what what experience do you have with your kids or or your family or just something that happened to you during the day? I have a song called um, Traveling in Time. It's about looking at old pictures, mm. mm-hmm. you know, just finding an old box of pictures in yeah. the closet and, and, you know, and, uh, you know, sitting down, not expecting that you would do this, but sitting down for an afternoon just going through those old pictures, looking yeah. at what, you know, what your life was like. So. What is what is playing out with this music look like for you guys? Is it uh, more kind of local, regional? Or are you getting further out than than your home state? What is what does that look like? And is it kind of a weekend thing, or do you guys get to travel a little more than that? Well, basically, we for the for the most part, we are just playing locally at this point. Um, we you know are regionally in the states. You know, we're getting heard throughout Minnesota. We do some some playing over in Wisconsin. Uh, but that's pretty much it, and we haven't really expanded upon that, you know, expanded upon that as of yet. But uh, we're looking to get out more, um, and you know, in the future, and doing a little bit more of that. So, so the hope is to like to, visit, to make this grow a little bit. Then, yeah, we'd like to visit you in Virginia, there, Greg. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'd love to have you. We'll we'll have to find a way to make that happen. <laughs> 
So um, the the new CD, you, you don't have a name for the new CD. The current one that's out is uh, Cotton Valley Store. Uh, if folks would like to get a copy of that CD, they want to reach out and learn a little more, interact with you guys. Tell me, tell me the best way to reach your website. Where where can you get the music? This is Mark. Uh, our, our website is riddlebros.com. R i d d l e b r o s dot com. Okay. And uh, we have uh, our CD for sale, uh, our music for sale on the on the website itself, and you can find out a little more information about us and. There's a way to contact us there as well. Okay. We're also on Facebook at uh, Riddle Bros Band in Facebook. Okay. And I, I noticed you had some YouTube videos as well, right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. And if you go if you go on um, on our website, we do have a media page where you can see some of our live performances. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, I certainly enjoy the music and uh, wish you guys the best. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to getting a chance to hear the new CD, and um, uh, hopefully uh, the listeners will get a chance to check that out and, and uh, be able to find you guys live somewhere. So we appreciate you being on with us. Thanks, Greg. It really is fun. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.